You are about to enter into a new world of knowledge, curiosities, and high strangeness. This is a podcast of Straight Up Strange Productions. bit creepy and definitely not our standard intro here at All Things Dreams, just in case you're tuning in for the very first time. But we wanted to give you a little taste of what to expect with today's episode, where we're digging into The Nightmare on Elm Street, a movie where a monster of a man, Freddy Krueger, is haunting the nightmares of teenagers with some pretty fatal results. And on that note, welcome to another episode of All Things Dreams with your host, Miranda McLaughlin. And I've mentioned it before, and I'll mention it again. I'm no expert in dreams or dream interpretation, and in this case, also not an expert in film reviews. But I find dreams absolutely fascinating and films super entertaining, so here we are. And fortunately for me and you, I have lots of friends who also enjoy these topics and who are willing to chat about them, or at least willing to humor me a bit. And speaking of those lovely folks, why don't we get started now with a round of introductions. Amanda, here to humor Miranda at all times. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I'm Miranda's buddy, Alex. Welcome. Oh, real name. Welcome. <laughs> uh, my name is Tanya. Hi, Tanya. Uh, I'm Devin. I'm getting paid $20 to be here. <laughs> that, <that's, laughs> Hold on. <laughs> that's my husband. <laughs> um, so I need a raise. Yeah. This seems unfair. <laughs> okay. Um, We're family. That's why I get paid. How about you guys split the $20 and we call it a day? Bullshit. Wait a minute. So there is 20 It actually is $20. Fair. That seems fair. When you said we're I'm here family for the and you were looking at me. Money. So split it three ways. <laughs> Thanks, Tanya. Um, so we are here doing a, something a little bit different with this episode, but in keeping with the intention of having a creepy October theme, and that's discussing a horror story. And by horror story... I mean horror movie. (laughs) I watched this interesting story on a moving picture screen. (laughs) It was delightful. (laughs) But yeah, so the movie we ended up watching was A Nightmare on Elm Street. I watched Um, Pootie Tang. Oh my gosh. (laughs) You you watched the wrong movie. Shit. (laughs) So the rest of us and you, because I saw you there, watched The Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, which came out in 1984, and it was written and directed by Wes Craven. Um, I looked up some interesting things and went down a lot of weird rabbit holes, but before that I was get Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> no, That's she does already on, on the interwebs. <laughs> but before getting into that, I wanted to hear what people thought of the movie. I like the Mad Hatter and the bunny that was drunk. Or the, the rabbit. The Nightmare on Elm Street movie. The guy with the machete and the hockey mask was really scary. Also That's wrong Friday movie. 13th, asshole. <laughs> wow. Well, I feel like a dick. Really now. self-righteous after the so. Alice in Wonderland reference. Tanya, your thoughts? I enjoyed the movie, especially for having been made in 84. The effects are good. The scares are good. 
Uh, the kills are good. Is she so, reviewing me or the <laughs> The kills are good. The kills are so good. <laughs> yeah, right they are. It genuinely is a good movie, though, for being made in 1983. I also... Like, I'm truly impressed. I also enjoyed it. I don't... Also, Johnny Depp sucked. deserved to die. I just need to say that now. <laughs> I just want to... Wow. You really I need to get that out there early. He deserved to die in that movie? He was a child. Yes. Yeah, he deserved <laughs> to die. Why a kid to die? He was, like, 17, pretty He's much an adult. He's a grown-ass adult, and he deserved to die. <laughs> the ending was very confusing, though. Which one? Yeah, exactly. We watched all the alternate endings, and yeah. one of the other ones of made more sense, but... The ending they used in the movie was quite confusing. That one is confusing, I agree. So Tanya came over today and watched the ending of it because she had fallen asleep when she was watching it on her own. <laughs> <Nap> for life! <laughs> nope. So when we rewatched it, um, I had re- I realized that I had already forgotten the ending. <laughs> so I kind of do too. We watched it a week when ago. She just I know! It but it's, a weird it's a weird ending. It really is weird. That's why you don't forget it. Goes on about Freddie and how she can get him out of his mind, and she goes through the door, and it's really bright daylight, and it's mm-hmm. foggy, and then the car turns into Freddie, and then Freddie steals her mother. And you're like, it's I don't understand yeah. where so, we are. So just a quick note: there will be spoilers. Oh, in this spoiler wow. alert! <laughs> if you've never <laughs> seen a nightmare, ten minutes late on that one, Miranda. <laughs> I feel like if the movie is older than I am, then there should be a lot of leeway on spoilers. Giving so Spoilers. My age is the bar. <laughs> That's I'm the bar. Saying. That is the bar. I'm just saying. It's as old as Devin. <laughs> no it one is. knew your age until now. I'm 92. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so, when, yeah, when we were watching the movie, I had completely forgotten that people came back to life, and I had forgotten that the ambiguity of whether they really came back to life or if she was still dreaming and like the, the Corvette cover coming up and being like the colors of Freddie's sweater. Yeah. I've forgotten all about those things. Mm-hmm. It was very confusing. I just got to say that it's really nice to be back. Like season <laughs> two. Uh-huh. Season two. Like, I miss this. I miss you guys. I never see you aside from while we do these. I'm only allowed to hang out with you guys while we're recording. (laughs) Are we really hanging out if it's not being recorded? Why is everybody crying? This Devin isn't is fun sentimental. when crying. <laughs> we're happy to be back. That's all. I you think... never like we're just in the basement with the tent. Yeah, the tent pretty is pretty sweet. No the budget. Tent, the tent is but our attentive sweet. viewers missed us. Attentive. Attentive. Listen. <laughs> did you? You didn't do that said... on purpose. I thought you did. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. And instead of viewers, I should have said listeners. <laughs> <laughs> if you have we're viewers, we're really yeah, happy that yeah. nobody can see Yikes. us right now. <laughs> Um, I think one of the most entertaining moments in watching that movie wasn't the movie necessarily itself so much as the question Amanda asked. And she was like, the teenagers in this movie actually look like teenagers. I wonder how old the main actress is and looks it up and then's like, makes the announcement of she's 20 years old. And like one minute later, that actress is like sleep deprived, feeling all haggard, looks in the mirror and it's like, She's playing a 17-year-old. She looks in the mirror and she's like, oh my God, I look like I'm 20 years old. (laughs) (laughs) And the timing was impeccable. It's so perfect. And I genuinely They've been talking about this moment more than any other moment. It's such a great moment. It was so good. Freddy Krueger. I genuinely think they had to have a good giggle about that. A woman was dragged along the ceiling and they're talking about the the age joke. Yeah, because it was impeccable. I know. Impeccable. Impeccable. Whatever. Listen, there were some great gory scenes. 
the blood on the ceiling was pretty impressive. What yeah. was your favorite part, Devin? I need to think about that. Come back to me. <laughs> so it wasn't was the 20 year Amanda's was obviously when Johnny I like the died. tongue out of the I phone. like that scene just because it was a cool scene. <laughs> oh my it was word. a cool scene, but he deserved to die. <laughs> he fell asleep. Multiple times. He was woken up eight minutes before he had to meet her and somehow still fell asleep. Have you ever watched behind the scenes of that movie? Yeah. So I'm assuming, this is a guess, when when Johnny Depp dies, did they film that by recording everything upside down? And the beds I have to, to go back. It's been a while. It, the way so. that the blood yeah, flies out of the bed. Down, but I'm not ass- when he yeah. gets dragged. No, 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 no. dragged but I'm assuming the blood like coming in the bed, they must have filmed bottom. the scene upside down. Yeah, I could see that happening. What? <laughs> I'm drinking a carbonated <laughs> drink. It's nothing I can do. <laughs> Better out than in. What are you drinking? This is ginger beer. That's a new one. Sugar. It says it's Australian ginger juice. Any I don't know good? what that means. It's good. Cool. So, it's good. question for the group. One of the things obviously yep. comes up in the movie is people dying in their nightmares. In the movie, obviously, Freddy Krueger is this figment of their dreams. And he's going around like... Killing people, and then they wake up and they're dead. It's great. They don't wake up and they're dead. That doesn't make sense. That's true. That is not the right way of phrasing <laughs> that. They they don't wake up because they're they dead. They die in their dream. Then right. They die. Yeah, and I have had nightmares when I was a kid about Freddy Krueger as well, which I've also mentioned in season one. And so it's definitely something that has very much haunted me. <laughs> but Which is also another reason why this movie was perfect for this podcast. I'm like, it's given me nightmares. It's about nightmares. And it's October and it's a horror movie. So it's perfect on many levels. Yeah, but my question is, do you think people can die from their nightmares? Yeah, it was based on something that happened. You said it's a question for the group. Should we all answer at the same time? <laughs> One, and two, two three. three. No. Yes. No, maybe. I don't know. I was thinking about it. I don't know. <laughs> Devin's yes. I think yes. Yeah? I think something Are you can asking us you. if dreams can yeah. kill you in real life? Yeah. Yes. I you think that something can frighten you enough in a nightmare depending on yeah, the condition like of the, psychological your body and maybe cause a heart attack Based or on cause your something age, else. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Based on your age? Yeah. How so? Uh, your body is fragile and weak from living on planet Earth for so long that like so if you you're suggesting that you think yeah, someone yeah, yeah. who's older will be more prone to this yeah because they're they're weaker and their bodies are they're they're out the door okay <laughs> so you guys are on the right track um, I'm talking about like a hundred year old people <laughs> yeah. not being like the people who die in their sleep anyway so people that hit a yeah. hundred they just start dying in their sleep. <laughs> Because they're frail. <laughs> if it happened I mean, in the Titanic, yeah, I mean, it could happen anywhere. She dies from a nightmare anywhere. in the Titanic. <laughs> I don't remember that part. But. It's behind she the scenes. I never saw the old lady, lady die. Yeah. I've seen okay. that I just don't remember the, her being like, ah, no, no. No, there's then, no nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> she died in her sleep. She could have had a nightmare. I don't know. I remember seeing Freddie on the boat at one scene. So That's... Something I also don't remember from Titanic. He was Titanic. a sailor in one of the movies? <laughs> yeah. It's a special feature. Mm-hmm. No, Freddy Krueger's one of the guys of playing the violin Easter at the end as they're sinking. He's Billy Zane. But he doesn't need a violin, but he just uses his club. Yes. Because yeah. <laughs> that's what a violin sounds like. But it doesn't sound like 
good. Oh, because it's, 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 it's a knife. I don't play violin, just so everyone knows. <laughs> Anyways. Miranda's got that look on her face like, can we get back? I would also like to point out She's got a look on her face like, really, why did I do season two? I have never seen this movie before watching it earlier today. Titanic? No. Nightmare on Elm Street. You watched it the first time today? First time today. And I fell asleep watching it. And had a moment. So I was falling asleep and thought, it's weird to fall asleep to a movie where when people fall asleep, they get killed. She's like Glenn. And then closed my eyes and went to sleep. Do you think that she would have deserved to die in her sleep as well, Amanda? That's a dark question. Since she fell asleep watching about a murderer killing people in their sleep. Do you think that she should have been killed? What? Why would you ask that? It's just Amanda is targeting me and my Johnny Depp deserving of being This is like Hunger Games... Friendship, but Daniel no, should die this afternoon. No, I don't. Wait, hold on. Because Amanda felt like Glenn should have died. Do you think Glenn should have died, or do you think Johnny Depp should be dead? Oh, Glenn, the character. <laughs> okay. You have no qualms against Johnny Depp. No, okay. Johnny Depp can stay alive and well. Okay, cool. So, you guys were on the right track with people being able to die during a nightmare. Right. So, what I'm actually going to do is read a quote from the medium.com that is an excerpt from an interview with Wes Craven where he talks a bit about what gave him the idea for this movie. Can I play his role? Can I be him? Do you want to read this? Well, I'll be the I'll, I'll, you be the, the the journalist, journalist. So the journalist question is assumed. Oh. It's just him. Well, I don't want to pretend to be <laughs> you. Pretend to be Wes Craven. I think it'd be better. I'm just I wanted to imitate his voice. I was just gonna go. He's quote, very soft spoken. <laughs> and then talk like yeah, myself. Yeah, but he's, he's trying to make it have more fun. So okay, he's soft spoken. Okay, Miranda as Wes Craven, soft spoken. I'd read an article. Cut deeper voice. <laughs> deeper voice. I'd read an article. No. No, no, no. More enthusiasm. Now you're trying to be Vin Diesel. Try to find Paul Walker. That's Vin Diesel? (laughs) (laughs) Action. I'd read an article in LA Times. That's pretty good. Sorry, no, no. Battery's dead. I gotta change the battery. I don't think I can give this up. Okay, I'm going back to Miranda. (laughs) I read an article in the LA Times about a family who had escaped the killing fields in Cambodia and managed to get to the US. Things were fine. And then suddenly, the young son was having very disturbing nightmares. He told his parents he was afraid that if he slept, the thing chasing him would get him. So he tried to stay awake for days at a time. When he finally fell asleep, his parents thought the crisis was over. Then they heard screams in the middle of the night. Ah! By the time they got to him, he was dead. He died in the middle of a nightmare. Here was a youngster having a vision of a horror that everyone older was denying. That became the central line of the Nightmare on Elm Street. So it was like based on true events, which yep. I find really disturbing. That is and it disturbing. was not Loosely. like a no, but it was like not a, like a very elderly person you know or the, someone. I could see it being a child too. If something scares you enough, and mm-hmm. you have the chemical of this in your body and your brain, you're that's what's gonna no, happen. No, like you were onto something. Like okay, chemical so after analysis. after I read this article. Um, it mentioned that this uh, scenario was an example of something known as sudden nocturnal death syndrome, or also known as SUNDS, S-U-N-D-S. And I was like, what is this? I've never heard of this. Enter Google. <laughs> and then I found several academic articles about it. But before I get into that, when people who had also immigrated to the U.S. from that same area had heard about what had happened to this boy. Cambodia? Yeah. Um, they, they started to try to also avoid going to sleep because they were afraid of the same thing happening to them. So then they were 
basically taking a bunch of like medications. They were setting alarms to try to wake them up in the middle of the night so they wouldn't get in the deep sleep. I'm like, they were doing the things that the person in the movie yeah, were no doing. Mm -hmm. But doing those things aggravated their situation. Makes it worse. And it could actually make them more vulnerable to this happening. I feel like your like mental state would get so messed up by being by not sleeping properly. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't sleep for three days or like whatever it is for these people, That's like it. that yeah. really messes your. Well, and if you remember from earlier episodes of this podcast where we talk about like sleep, sleep paralysis? paralysis, yes, Alex, <laughs> which you might know a thing or two about. Great episode. One of the things that can trigger those are sleep deprivation, stress. And those are a form of a, like a really crazy night episode that can get you that much more worked up. Because mm -hmm. it feels real. Yeah. I have so, a theory that we can test. Kay. Next summer, <laughs> this coming summer, we're going to record season three in a week. And I'm going to stay awake all week. And every day we record a new one and see if I slowly fall into Die? <laughs> Fall in the mess. You're not gonna stay awake for a week. Yeah. I don't know how ethical I'm that would I'm be. committed to this show, sir. <laughs> so right. I want to also share a couple things because, as I mentioned, <laughs> I went down some rabbit holes, and not just by watching the movie Alice in Wonderland. That's you're not chasing bunnies in the backyard. Why no. rabbit holes? Pick another animal. Badger holes. <laughs> no, I'm choosing rabbit holes. So I went into and I found this Oxford academic study on Human Molecular Genetics, Volume 11, <laughs> Issue 3, Whoa. from the February 1st, 2002. Give me those citations. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. So they talk about sudden unexpected nocturnal death syndrome and it being a disorder that's found more predominantly in Southern Asia, particularly Thailand, Japan, the Philippines, Cambodia, which causes sudden cardiac death, usually in males during your sleep. So, and it is something about how things are wired. I am not Usually a doctor. Usually males, like, why? <laughs> it's more common genetically in males. and stressed out more probably. And yeah. it was just, so basically, like, you were saying, like, something, how people are wired. Again, that's a oversimplification because I was reading these journals and I couldn't pronounce half the terms that they were using. That says Japan. <laughs> okay, yes, I can read Japan. <laughs> Which I just did. <laughs> but I thought it was also interesting because it also includes kind of descriptors from the different regions. So basically in Japan, they call this disorder, I'm going to butcher this bad, but Where? Pokuri, which is translated to sudden unexplained death at night. In Thailand, it's called Leitai, Lai Thai, which is called died during sleep. Less exciting. Um, this is my favorite one, which just, anyways, it's in the Philippines called Bangunga? Bangungut? Bangungut. Okay, what he said. And it translates. No, Bangungut. Okay. <laughs> Bangungut. I don't know. Okay, and it See, translates to moaning and dying really? during sleep. Oh, okay. So that really. Moaning and dying. Yeah, it really emits that um, connotation of they're in the midst of a nightmare. Mm -hmm. When they die. Mm -hmm. If you're just moaning, that's not I mean, moaning doesn't have to be negative. Okay, but if you're dying after and you're sleeping. <laughs> that's a cow. <laughs> so do we think it's something in the genetic makeup of that area in the same so, way that... I thought that it was interesting that it was located within those countries. So I did a little bit more research. Like, I wonder if it could be but like... But then I found there's another syndrome. 
Oh. Um, that's called the Brugada syndrome. And this one has a phonetic thing, so I feel more confident about it. That's been found to be really similar. And the study I referenced um, before proved the connections between the two. And this one is a syndrome that's particularly common in European descent. So completely different sides of the world like and still being tied to, like they, there's a different name to yeah. it. And it's not the exact same necessarily, but the impact is the same. So this one's described as a genetic order in which an electrical activity within the heart is abnormal. It increases the risk of abnormal heart rhythms and sudden cardiac death. And this can be inherited. So what I basically learned is people all over the world could be susceptible to basically dying from their nightmares. So just sleep on that. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Can't cool. wait to go to bed tonight. I have a question. Yes. In your research, which looks thorough as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> go on. When I watched The Nightmare, one of the images they kept saying that they saw in sleep paralysis was a guy wearing that same hat that Freddie wears. Yes! Yes, that's exactly that, what I've been his, thinking of, too. Image I was going to say, that's not a question, that's a statement. No, but my, was his image of Freddy taken inspired from, by, by sleep common paralysis? visions sleep and sleep paralysis and sleep Maybe. I didn't find that problems. in my research, but I think it must be. Wasn't because the syndrome that inspired this is closely linked to sleep paralysis. Like, that's what keeps coming up in those contexts. And one of the common sleep paralysis figures is the hat man and if you look at the silhouette of right. freddy krueger he's the, the hat, hat man, man basically and i feel like sleep paralysis has been going on a lot longer than it's a nice hat since 84 <laughs> i like his, i like his shirt really like the rugby kind of striped yeah shirt it's not look. bad Super it's sharp. Deep. Like if you put a dress shirt underneath, he's that quite shirt. a sexy little ma like man. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't say no. <laughs> you wouldn't. Oh no, I wouldn't. Like to his fashion. <laughs> <laughs> um. So the the other thing I wanted to mention is the possible dream meeting meaning for there being like this monster in your in your dreams because that's basically what freddy is like he's like he's human but he's a monster like you can't kill him he's got claws his he's like all messed up and <laughs> all messed up <laughs> he's all messed up freddy, and he's up. he's messing people up and too so um, he's angry he's an angry man He's the worst part of yourself. Monster. That your inner monster. What do you think that represents your inner monster in a dream? Like it's like the my, my worst part of yourself. Like the parts of yourself that you hate or like mm -hmm. those sorts of things. Like the parts that you don't want to come out in everyday life. You so literally dream. dreaming about a monster represents an aspect of your personality that acts terrible towards others or is totally unfair. Um, so you kind of you you nailed it. Movies? Oh, if you... So... People dream about things that they see. And if you watch Freddy and you have a dream about Freddy right away, it's probably because you watched Freddy Krueger movie. Right. But if it's been like a decade since you've watched Freddy Krueger and somehow... Well, like, if you think he, about him been... often. <laughs> so maybe time to call him up next weekend. See how he's doing. I would call him up if he was real. So Freddy? <laughs> Want to go see this new movie? He actually prefers Freddy. Fred? So I thought that was interesting because in the credits, they refer to Fred Krueger. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I thought that in that movie, he would be referred to as Fred. And maybe it was just the later movies where they started calling him Freddy Krueger. 
but they always refer to him as Freddy. And in the inside of his hat, where it's like his name is signed or something, <laughs> yeah, it's like his name is. His there. mom was like, "Don't lose your hat when you go play with your friends, Freddy." Yeah, Freddy, Freddy Krueger. <laughs> Here you Freddy go, boy. No, it said Fred in the it hat. It said Fred in the hat. It was Did Fred Krueger yeah. in the hat. I thought it said Freddy. No. Yeah, it said Fred in the hat. I don't remember one and time they, where it no, said Freddy. In I don't remember his his them name. calling they, him. They Freddy. call him Freddy. He calls himself Freddy. No, they a hundred percent call him Freddy. He's referred to as Freddy. Mm, Maybe I'd because say, of the nursery I think nursery they say Fred ride? more than Freddy in that movie. But they say Fred. Oh my gosh, I'm going to rewatch this. I don't this. think it matters. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we were talking but about dreams. But it is dreams. weird. <laughs> no, no, no. But I, but I remember seeing the credits, Fred, and then I was looking for it the whole movie. I was well, like, chan- oh. Here's the thing is the letters missing in Freddy from Fred are D-Y. D- die. Die. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Nailed it. Do you know what the mo- movie made me think about? How these people at the beginning were all having basically the same dream and that's really interesting that right away they weren't like oh this is weird they're like oh mm. huh you had that dream too huh so did i and it's like come on guys she did kind of get like excited about it when yes. it happened she was like wait that's the same guy i dreamed yeah. about but like she also like the main character also approached odd. it very bravely like she was bravely? super yeah she was like you know like she's following like these visions down the hallway in the school and I'm like I'd go the other way I know she was very much she's like, like confronting I'm it I'm gonna do this I'm gonna take care of it kind yeah. of thing are you timid in dreams too I feel like she was dreaming I do shit in dreams I would never do in but real life but she thought it was real like she knew it and was she, 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 she knew it killed her friend she woke up with like scratches on her arm she and she's like burn. burn her arm and then the oh, scratch yeah, that's right no, yeah. yeah, it was a burn. But, but she's she like telling, like, she's telling. But we all think her boyfriend alive, like wake me up. Awake. I'm going to find him. I'm going to grab him. I'm bringing him. Like she's brave as hell. Yeah, she was yeah. very like, like intentional yeah. about it. No, you wouldn't do that. No, I'd be like, see ya. And even in your dreams, you're just like, nope, not for I'd me. I'd be like, I can avoid this. I don't need to go down to this weird basement. Well, I do shit in dreams when I do dream all six times. <laughs> all six times, <laughs> I've been super brave. But are you aware that you're dreaming? No, but I, I don't think I'm dreaming, but I do things I'm braver than I would be in the real world. No, I'm not. I went after a cannibalistic tribe on an island once. Where she is lucid dreaming. Damn. Which Wait, is something that yeah. doesn't get brought <laughs> up in the movie. But she would have to be lucid dreaming yeah, in order to know <laughs> bring him week. back. And Where was the invite, man? Yeah, no, she was totally lucid dreaming. Yeah. <laughs> so... This brings me to some dream facts. Dream facts. Wow. So choir after this, right, guys? Absolutely. It's always what we do post podcast. Is choir at eleven p.m. on a Saturday? Choir. You know it. So one of the things that came up during this movie was, was it Nancy, her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she was like, it's been seven days since I've slept. And I remember we were like, can you go seven days without sleeping? Is that like humanly possible? Seven days? Three days and you're legally insane. I think you could go 200. 200 days? But without getting any sleep. 250. No. So what do you, you think? Just what do you think the days. max is? Like what do you think the max? You think 250 days? Until you, what? Until what? Until th- what? Yeah. Until, like, you die or you shut down or what's the days. longest you know, anyone's gone? I don't know. 250. 250 days with no sleep? With like no zero sleep. sleep. No. Sure. Mm-mm. Sure. <laughs> I'm going to say what's five the, days. What's the okay. end? Like, they don't sleep and then they just fall asleep or they die? Like five I'm saying either they die or the longest time anyone's Four ever days. gone. Like, the world days. record of yeah. staying awake. What's the world record? I'm going to say nine days. What did you say? I said five. Five, and he said 250? No, let me think here. Let me think. Come back. Alex? I'm going to go with seven days. 
You're sticking with the movies reference. So you're thinking they did no, their No, I went in between 10 and 9. <laughs> I'm yeah. saying 10 days. 10 and a half. <laughs> Miranda, what's your guess? My guess is 11. So who wins? so long to I go know, without it was, sleep. It was way longer than I thought. But this one was scientifically done. So he, this person was attached to like... Is this a non-ethical study now? Yeah, it's now it's considered. So this this would be considered unethical now. It was in 1964 that this took place, and it was a high school student. So super unethical. So unethical. (laughs) How did they keep them awake? So they had him. I looked at like pictures online, and like they had him like attached to different equipment, like and they were testing the different things. Okay, so I also looked up what are the symptoms at different points of not sleeping. So basically, the longest recorded occasion without sleeping was 11 days and 0.4 hours. So 12 minutes. <laughs> so Not anyways, long. his name is Randy Gardner. He's from San Diego, California. Hi, Randy. <laughs> He's not a listener. Shout out, Randy. Yeah. He might be. And I think he's still alive because when I was looking him up, it said whatever his birth was to like a dash, dash. and then no end year. Right. So... I mean, he stayed up 11 days and not, like, bad enough side effects to have died yet. So there's that. He's like, thanks, I'm alive and well. (laughs) (laughs) But I thought it was really interesting to look at some of the effects of not sleeping. So I looked at what are the effects after 24 hours. Let's just do a quick, has everyone gone 24 hours Mm, here? Yes. Yes. No? No, I'm never. Really? Never. I've come very close. Oh my You've never goodness. pulled an all-nighter? I did, but I it wasn't 24 hours. I'd fall okay. asleep at like noon. Okay. All right. So most people have gone 24 hours. Devin has not, but you're still mm-hmm. a human. That's okay. That doesn't make you less of a person. I've gone multiple days in a row. Getting None of like us were thinking that. that. <laughs> 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 never, we weren't sitting here like magic him. I, I hope know, I was. But what I, what I, <laughs> I thought... I like sleeping. Great. So do I. What I thought was interesting was one of the first descriptors was once you've gone 24 hours, your body is behaving very similarly to having a 0.1% blood alcohol level, which in New Brunswick is twice the legal driving yep. limit. Makes sense. And I thought that was an interesting thing because I honestly, like I've had those moments where I was like, I feel like I'm drunk. I don't think I should drive right now. Like, that's how sleep deprived I feel. And this is confirming that feeling. You know, I think I've stayed up 24 hours. But what I haven't done is gotten up, stayed up all day, stayed up all night, and then stayed up all day and gone to sleep at night the next day. So that's more of the... Yeah, I've done 24, but I've never done 36. There's there's a podcast, or or there's a video on YouTube by the Try Guys, where they do all of these things and then try driving. So they get high, they um, get drunk... They do distracted driving. I was like, this sounds very bad. (laughs) And then they do sleep deprivation Mm -hmm. and then make them drive this course. And it's really interesting to see the similarities. similarities. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah, Especially with the sleep deprivation and the drunk driving. So, listeners, if you are being very sleep deprived, don't don't get behind the wheel. (laughs) Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. So I also have some information on 48 hours as well as 72 hours and beyond that. At 48 hours, basically, that's generally when people start to find it really hard to stay awake on their own, like naturally. And they start to actually experience these periods of what they call micro sleeps. And that's basically these mini blackouts where they're not trying to sleep and they're not getting into any kind of like a deep sleep. Or their body is like physically like going through a state of sleepness while they're awake. Right. And That's then, what they do in the long walk. 
Yeah. They walk and sleep. You're right. Do you want to describe what the long walk is? For people nope. who don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So I'm Stephen vo- avoiding Stephen King lawsuits. Now it's a book by Stephen King. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's about kids who walk and sleep. Is. Isn't that it's the one that, book. like, if they stop walking, they get killed? If yeah. they fall below a certain speed for a so, certain amount of time, they get shot. Yeah. Yeah. So they have, they like, their body starts. One to, of them so very accurate on end. Stephen King's part for yeah. including that component. So it's like speed, but like walking. Yeah. And it's like a thing to become a man. If I remember correctly, it's like yeah. in the book, in the passage to. So if it's they get a, shot, there's a hundred boys at like the age. I guess of like it's like a televised event, so everybody's watching these kids get shot as they're trying to walk all night for like days. How many mm-hmm. days do they do it? I don't know. Three, it, four. Days. It depends on them how long the kids can go, and they have to like go to the like, bathroom and shit. Like it's weird. It's a good book though. So when they actually come out of that state of those micro sleeps blackouts generally they're super disoriented Mm -hmm. so you almost feel like you've come to and you're like where you are and i find um what reminded me of that was one time where i was getting my blood taken and i fainted (laughs) because i was (laughs) no my a phlebotomist (laughs) and he could have been a vampire but but what happened is basically like i passed out and my sisters told me i was out for like one or two seconds kind of thing, like a very short amount of time. And I came to, I had no idea where I was. I was completely freaked out and I was very much disoriented and it Mm -hmm. was not a long time. So I can appreciate that taking place in Mm -hmm. a really short period. Um, But then for 72 hours, generally people are are unable to get to this point unless they're taking like some kind of stimulant. Your body basically will shut down if you're not doing anything to keep yourself awake and essentially you lose a lot of cognitive function your emotions are affected and you have difficulty i thought this was interesting 72 hours you have difficulty recognizing angry faces and happy faces oh wow like you're just not it's kind of like a face blindness yeah. sort of have you ever yeah. watched insomnia the remake or the original one? I saw the one movie. with Robin Williams. That's about not sleeping because there's no darkness. It's just daylight all the time in that part of Alaska. So he's always awake and he's trying to solve a murder. It's a good movie. Can he recognize happy faces from sad faces? I don't know. You'd have to ask Al. I don't know. Al? Pacino. Al Pacino. <laughs> oh, Al Pacino. That's the I'm first sure, person guys. I go to when someone casually says you got to ask <laughs> Al. <laughs> uh, but this is also the point in which people start to have hallucinations or start to have illusions. Like, you might be coming to see me, walking towards me, I guess is the better way to say that. <laughs> and I might see, like, a cactus. Mm-hmm. Or I right. think I think I went to cactus in my brain because I was thinking <laughs> desert hallucinations. <laughs> mean like, a it's a very creative. Yeah. Yes. Desert hallucinations. Look, you know what I meant. She might be having You remember in Five Goes West when he, in, he, when he hallucinated in the desert? Anybody watch that movie? Many years ago. A long remember. time ago. It's a great movie. Came out in 1986. Does, does that make a person legally Wait, insane? Wait, what came out in 86? Five, Five Goes, Goes West. West. Maybe I'll be Fievel for your birthday party. <laughs> really? The sequel came out in 2000? We all need to figure out some kind of a the theme for Tanya's birthday party. And oh, it has to be our birth year. Yeah. So, Sorry. Okay. Relevant cultural events. It's just the from first your birth one. You the can still be five. Not the second oh. one. You just can't be the sheriff cat thing. Well, we'll see. I'll do a little research. Okay. Okay. So after seventy-two hours, there's more shit that you, starts to go. So down. are you legally insane? You, 
like if you committed so, a crime legally, 72 hours with no sleep. It didn't say, nothing I read said you were legally insane at that right. point. Um, it just seems like a movie insane. reference that I've heard before. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, again, again I think. Like I know no facts about so this. So if I stay up for 72 like, hours, I'm good to commit crime <laughs> oh my gosh. and get away with it and just go to like. But I think you just like can't be held accountable for your actions because you're yes. literally well, crazy. Oh. It could be a case of being like not criminally responsible. Yes. But that's not something that came uh, up when yeah. I was doing this research. Not, I don't know for sure. But um, I did find that when you get over 72 hours, you basically, you're, you have organs that can start to shut down and your brain will start to like deteriorate. And this gets into the lack of ethical no um, aspects to doing studies like this to mm-hmm. see like how long people can go before they would like die or have mm-hmm. irreparable damage. So that's why I'm going back to dude made it 11 days and he's doing like he's alive. And after cool. four, it's yeah. Yeah. Okay. So anyways, um, basically the idea is that you can start to make really fatally bad decisions too at that point. So if you're not being like closely monitored, you're you're pretty much going to be screwed over in mm. some way, shape or form. So anyways, that's, that's it for this episode of All Things Dreams. Thanks so much for joining. You're welcome. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. See ya. This podcast is a part of Straight Up Strange Productions. Discover more shows like this one at straightupstrange.com. Hello, listeners. I'm Jaden McKell, and welcome to Straight Up Enigmas, a podcast to explore the unexplained. Spine-tingling supernatural stories, true crime, and riddles from the ancient world are all things to expect when you tune in to Straight Up Enigmas. Like the time we discussed the mysterious death of Alyssa Lamb, or share terrifying true stories from real people about sleep paralysis and shadow people. In one of our most recent episodes, I told the story of Debbie Kent, the sister of my dad's best friend from high school, who was abducted and murdered by serial killer Ted Bundy. Join us every Tuesday and dive into the world's weirdest riddles, unsolved cold cases, and ghostly encounters. You can find our Straight Up Strange episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere you get your podcasts.